Hello again, this is Richard Spangler with Lions Voice Ministry, and today is Part 10, Article 8 of the Constitution of the Kingdom, and this is the closing uh, teaching on the, on the Constitution of the Kingdom. So it's from Matthew 7, 24-29, and I'm be reading from the Amplified Classic. It says, Everyone who hears these words of mine and acts upon them, obeying them, will be like a sensible, prudent, wise man who built his house on the rock. And when the rains fell, and the floods came, and the wind blew, and beat against the house, yet it did not fall, because he had a found, it had been founded on the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine, and does not do them, will be like a foolish, stupid man who built his house on the sand. And when the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat against the house, it fell. And great and complete was the fall of it. And then the final two scriptures after Jesus finishes is when they finished seeing, finished the, when Jesus had finished these sayings, the Sermon on the Mount, the crowd were astonished and overwhelmed with bewilderment and wonder at his teachings, for he was teaching as one who had and had, was authority, and not as the Pharisees, scribes and Pharisees did. Amazing! Here is the wrap up of everything we've been teaching, we've been talking about over the past few weeks it's um, Jesus is saying if someone hears my words and does them obeys them follows everything that you have just heard it's like you're gonna be building your house with a solid foundation on rock and the rock course we know is Jesus but in those days people knew what it was to build on rock places that were built on rock had a strong foundation they would move rocks into place before they would build uh, great houses or, or great palaces kings moved rocks to firm up the foundation shifted things are built on rock if there's a natural rock formation they would build there to to ensure that their their palace would stand forever uh to make sure the temple would stand forever they were they were they were determined these were just some of the places the average person did not have the ability to, to build on a rock foundation unless they were fortunate to find a place along the way and put up a home there. So they knew the difference between a firm foundation, a strong foundation, than one who builds this one on the, on the sand. A uh, person who builds his house on the sand, the sand's always shifting, always moving. There's no, there's no support from sand. And eventually, um, it, it begins, the house begins to deteriorate, begins to fall down, begins to sink in to the sand and when there's a storm like it says here the winds came and blew against and beat against the house and great was his fall because and this is a perfect analogy because we've we here in virginia beach and in chesapeake area and in the hampton roads area of of virginia have seen many storms come through and we've seen the damage that it does over to, to houses that have been pe- built too close to the beach even hotels built too close to the beach have had severe damage and flood damage uh, there's parts of our area that were created by hurricanes um, a place called Willoughby Spit was created by two different hurricanes uh, one before the settlers came in in 1607 and one after they came in and they saw the creation of this spit of land it came out of the, it was piled up with the sand being washed up from the sea, from the bay. And the fact is, people have built houses on that land, on that property. And there have been times when they've had to be rescued from flooding. Uh, when a northeaster comes through and there's a real cold weather, it creates sheets of ice on their homes. They can't even get out the door with no power. 
All the times hurricanes have come through, caused flooding and damage. This is what Jesus is talking about. They have built their their house on shifting sand. Now, when the interstate was put through, they built a foundation, a very high foundation for the interstate to go through that area um, because they knew, the engineers knew that they had to build it high enough and broad enough and big enough to withstand any storm that came along uh, as they were building it. So we see this in, in examples in, in, in the natural. And the spiritual, if you're not firm foundation, you're open to every wind of doctrine, everything that comes along. If you're not following Jesus' teachings and living them out, you're not an example of what Christ is about. You're not being that example of, of who we are as believers. This whole Sermon on the Mount, this whole constitution of the kingdom, is, is designed to show God's love for mankind, to show that he wants to bless them, as it talked about in the very first statements in what we call the Beatitudes, the, pro, the, the preamble. God wants to bless you. And if you do the things that God tells you to do, and don't do the things that he doesn't, that you're not supposed to do, you can be blessed. And now this, people say, oh, we are, we're Christians, we're saved. Uh, we don't have to abide by all this. This is, this is before the cross. Yes, it was before the cross. But God's principles and teachings remain the same. And whether we do them or don't do them, they have consequences. And the consequences are many. For us today, we see people who have no foundation, who are wandering about, being blown about by every wind of doctrine. Uh, I don't. The wokeness that has taken over this nation and the world says one thing's right today, and then that thing's very same thing is wrong tomorrow. People are being judged by things they did 10, 15, 20 years ago, and they're losing their livelihoods. They're losing their lives. They did not build on solid ground. And the people who are in this wokeness move, when the next thing comes along that somehow is determined that what they are doing now is not right, they're saying that their, their foundation is going to shift out from underneath them. And they're going to be lost. A very relativistic society cannot continue to stand. There has to be foundation. There has to be foundation in our society. There has to be foundation in our lives. And that's what Jesus is saying here. If you do what I tell you to do, you will be blessed. You will have a foundation. A strong foundation that is laid out that you can build your life upon. Not that you're going to be perfect. Nobody's perfect. There are, we all make mistakes. But we can. But, but we can move through life doing what God has called us to do, being light and salt, and being a foundation for our nation and for the world. It's it's time for the foundation to be reset. It's time for us to come back to the basics of this constitution of the of the Sermon on the Mount. And take a hard look at it and go, am I living this way? Am I treating my brother and sister right? Am I asking for forgiveness? And I mean true forgiveness and forgiving others. Letting go of past hurts and pains. Am I doing this? Am I doing all of these things? Or am I doing what the world does? Forgiving only those who act like me. Or I only associate with those who I who will who will say the same things I say. That's where we're at, and that's the reason the the shifting sands of wokeism also lead to uh, dictatorship and a loss of freedom, because eventually the ones who are deciding are the ones who gains control. 
over and over again we see well these organizations arise and these things come along and then they pass away they go away they change they wharf they change they wharf and people change with them and hope nobody checks back 20 years ago to see what they actually said back then and that is where everyone is today the, the the nation and the globe are in this wokeness where everything's relative everything changes there is no foundation we need to go back to the foundation of the constitution of the kingdom of god and the, the constitution of the united states which was based on the constitution of the kingdom we need to go back and revisit those things we need to read them we need to study them we need to meditate on them and look at our foundations and begin to change things because we can't do what jesus is saying here if we don't know and the scripture says my people perish for a lack of knowledge a lack of knowledge is 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 a horrible thing to have in your life ignorance breeds destruction ignorance breeds ignorance is a lack of knowledge and if if in ignorance breeds injustice it breeds everything that we that we fight against in this world it also gives the end it opens the door for evil to come in it opens the door for evil to promise things and no one to say anything about it nobody to stand against it nobody to say this is wrong walk walk this way there is no narrow path everything is broad everything is acceptable and that that may change tomorrow they may determine that something that today is perfectly acceptable is not right in five years and everyone who did that will be blamed and persecuted and that's what's happening today in society no boundaries no foundation shifting sand in 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 moral shifting sand in everything sadly we're, we're we're in this position and we as a church we as believers have to show the example we have to live by this example by this call of god on us it's up to us to have our houses built on a foundation of rock built upon that rock jesus christ and then we are to go out and show others how to build their lives on jesus christ that's our calling that's what we're to do and we have to we have to know the we have to know the what God is saying. We have to understand the constitution of the kingdom just as we need to know the constitution of the United States. Sadly, most people do not know the constitution of the United States, have not read it. And that is one thing I would recommend. You go and read the U.S. Constitution. You go and read and study it for yourself. Don't listen to what the radio or the TV or the the politicians say it says. Read it yourself. It's not that hard. Take the time. The Constitution and the Bill of Rights, the first ten amendments, are key to the establishment of this nation and are key to having a foundation for this nation. And that's the reason there are people in this country who don't want it taught. They don't want people reading it. They want to, they want to tear it down with no one knowing what's in it. And that's a dangerous thing. When you don't know what you have, you lose it. It's just as lost as if you dropped a thousand, a hundred dollars on the ground, and you don't know where you were, where it was, and you can't find it. Our constitution 
is just as lost to most people in America as that hundred dollar bill that was that was lost that fell out of the pocket and was lost and could not be found. And God is saying, you need to build upon the rock. And when you build upon the rock, you won't have to worry about the wind, the storms, all this other stuff. You can stand because you will be fine faultless in his sight. Because you will walk in the light of God. You will walk in his teachings. But you will also be a light to the world. You will be salt and light. You will be light on a hill. And you will draw people to you. And you will be able to help them build their foundations. Amazing. Amazing. It's time. It's time for us to stand and say enough's enough. Enough's enough. Relativism is not working. We need a foundation. And we know where the foundation is. It's in Jesus Christ. And based upon that foundation, our Constitution is the foundation for this nation. And because every one of those people knew, had some sort of a relationship with God. Every one of them have roots dating back to, to, to Reformationists. Whether it was the Pilgrims, whether it was the Huguenots, uh, whether it was the, for the Quakers. Those were the people who came here. Or whether it was the people from the Church of England coming to establish a new nation on Virginia Beach, where Robert Hunt said that he prayed that this nation, that from these shores the gospel will go forth. Wow. We have a charge. We have a calling. And it's up to us to fulfill it. So with that all said, I am going to reread at this time the entire Sermon on the Mount, the entire Constitution of the Kingdom. I started this way, and we're going to close this way. Matthew, beginning with Matthew chapter 5, verse 5. Now when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up the mountain, and he sat down, his disciples with him. And he opened his mouth and began to teach them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the gentle, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive merciful. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the sons of God. Blessed are those who have been persecuted for righteousness, for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you and persecute you and say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward in heaven is great. And for this, this is the same way they persecuted the prophets who, went, who came before you. You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt has lost its taste, has become tasteless, how can it be made salty again? It's no longer good for anything except to be thrown down and trampled underfoot by people. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people put a light, a light under, of a lamp under a basket, but on a lampstand that it gives light to all who are in the house. You must shine before people in such a way that they see your good works and they glorify your Father in heaven. Do not presume that I have come to abolish the law of the prophets. I have not come but to fulfill for truly I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not the smallest letter or stroke of a pen or a letter shall be passed from the law until it is accomplished. 
Therefore, who nullifies one of these commandments and teaches others to do the same shall be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever teaches them, he shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I say to you, unless your righteousness far surpasses that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. Now you've heard it said that the angels told you, you shall not commit murder. And whoever commits murder shall answer to be answerable to a court. But I say to you, if you're angry with your brother, you shall be answerable to the court. And whoever says to his brother, you are good for nothing, you shall be answerable to the supreme court. Whoever says you are a fool, you shall be guilty of uh, enough to go to the into the fiery hell. Therefore, if you are not presenting your offering, if you are presenting, I'm sorry. Therefore, if you are presenting your offering at the altar, and you remember that your brother has something against you, leave your offering. Leave it on the offer. Leave it on the altar and go. First, be reconciled to your to your brother, then come and present your offering. Come to good terms with your accuser quickly, for while you are with him on the way to court, so that your accuser will not hand you over to the judge, and the judge and the officer will will, th- will and you will not be thrown into prison. Truly, I say to you, you will not come out of there until you have paid the last cent. You have heard that it was said you should not commit adultery. But I say to you that everyone who looks upon a woman with lust for her has already committed adultery in his own heart. Now if your right eye causes you sin, tear it out and throw it away from you. For it is better to lose one of your body parts than the whole body to be thrown into hell. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away from you. For it is better for you to lose the whole one body part than for your whole body to go to hell. Now it was said, whoever sends his wife away and gives her a certificate of divorce, but but I say to you, everyone who divorces his wife except for the reason of sexual immorality makes her commit adultery, and whoever marries a divorced woman commits adultery. And again you have heard it say, the ancients told you, you shall not make false vows, but you shall fulfill your vows unto the Lord. But I say to you, take no oath at all, neither by heaven, for it is the throne of God, nor by earth, because it is the footstool for his feet, nor by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. Now, nor should you take an oath by your head, for you cannot make one single hair white or black. But make your statements a yes, let your yes be yes, or your no be no. Anything else beyond this is of an evil origin. You have said it, heard it said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, I will do not show opposition against evil persons. But whoever slaps you on your right cheek, turn towards him the other also. And anyone who sues you and wants to take your tunic, give me your cloak also. Whoever forces you to go one mile, go with him too. Give to him who asks you, and do not turn away from him who wants to borrow from you. You have heard it said, You shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you to love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, so that you may prove yourselves to be sons of the Father who is in heaven. For he causes the sun to shine on the, on the evil and the good, and sends the rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. For if you love only those who, who love you, what reward do you have? Even the tax collectors do not do the same. Do this, don't they do the same? And if you agree only with your brothers and sisters, what more are you doing for the others? Gentiles do the same. Therefore, you shall be perfect as your Father is perfect. Take care not to practice. Take care not to practice your righteousness in front in the sight of people.
to be noticed by them. Otherwise, you have no reward with your Father in heaven. So when you give to the poor, do not sound a trumpet before you, as the hypocrites in the, in the, do in the synagogue and on the streets, for they will get the praise by people. Truly I say to you, they've had their reward in full. But when you give to the poor, do not let your left hand know what the right hand is doing. So your charitable giving will be secret, and your Father who sees what's done is secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites who love to stand and pray in the synagogues on the street corners, so that they will be seen by all the people. Truly I say to you, they've had their reward in full. But as for you, when you pray, go into your inner room, close your door, and pray to the Father who is in secret, and your Father will see what is done in secret and reward you. And when you are praying, do not use thoughtless repetitions, as the Gentiles do, for they think they will be heard for them because of their many words. So do not be like them. Your Father knows what you need before I ask Him. Pray this way. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For if you forgive people their offenses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive other people, then your heavenly Father will not forgive you of your offenses. Now, who, who, now, whenever you fast, do not make a gloomy face as the hypocrites do, for they distort their faces so they will be noticed by people when they are fasting. Truly I say to you, they have had their reward. But as for you... When you fast, anoint your head, wash your face, so that fasting will be not noticed by people, but by your Father who is in secret, and he, your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and dust destruct and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor dust destroys, rust destroys, and where the thieves do not cannot break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there also your heart will be. The eye is the lamp unto the body. So when the eye is clear, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body is full of darkness. So if the light is that in you is in darkness, how great is the darkness? No one can serve two masters. They will either hate one and love the other, or will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and wealth. For this reason I say unto you, don't worry about your life, as to what you will eat or what you will drink, nor for your body as to what you will pull on. Life is much more than food and body, and, and the body for clothing. Look at the birds of the sky. Do they sow nor they reap? And now they gather crops into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more important than they? And if we worrying, which of you by worrying can add a single day to your lifespan? Why do you worry about clothing? Notice the lilies in the field, how they grow. They do not labor, they do not spin, thread for cloth, yet, they, yet I say to you, not even Solomon in all his glory was clothed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which is alive today, and is thrown into the furnace, will, how much more will he not clothe you, you of little faith? Do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or where shall we drink, what shall we drink, or where, where, what are we to wear? 
for the Gentiles eagerly seek after these things. Your Father knows what you have need of, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be provided for you. So do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will have worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble in its own. Do not judge, so that you will not be judged. For in the way you judged, you will be judged. And by the standard of measure, it will, you, your standard of measure, it will be measured unto you. Why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that's in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, let me take that speck out of your eye, and look at the log in your own eye? You hypocrite, take the log out of your own eye first. Then you'll see clearly take the speck out of your brother's eye. Do not give what is holy to dogs, and do not throw pearls before swamp, before pigs. They will trample under the feet, and they will tear you to pieces. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For every one who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds, and the one who knocks it will be opened. Or what person among you, when his son asks for a loaf of bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will you not give him a steak instead? Will you? So if you, 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 if you, despite being evil, know how to give good gifts to the children, how much more will your heavenly Father, who is, give good things to those who ask? In everything, therefore, treat people the same way they want you want them to treat you, for this is the law and the prophets. Enter through the narrow gate. For the gate is wide and way that and is broad that leads to destruction, but there are many who go through it. For the gate, the, the gate is narrow and the way is constricted that leads to life, and few who find it. Beware of false prophets, who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravenous wolves. You will know them by their fruits. Grapes are not gathered from thorn bushes, nor are fish from thistles, are they? So every good treat bears good fruit fruit and bad tree bears bad fruit a good tree cannot bear get bad fruit and a bad tree cannot bear good fruit every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire so you will know by their fruits not everyone who says to me lord lord will enter the kingdom of heaven but the one who does the will of my father who is in heaven will enter Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? Did we not cast out demons? Did not we perform any miracles? And I will declare to them, I never knew you. Leave me, you who practice lawlessness. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and acts upon them will be like a wise man who builds his house on a rock. And the rains fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew, slamming against the house, and yet it did not fall. For it had been founded on the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine does not act upon them. And like a foolish man built his house on the sand. And the rains came, and the flood came, and the winds blew, and slammed against the house, and it fell, and great the collapse it was. And when Jesus finished saying these words, the crowds were amazed at his teaching. For his teaching is one who had authority, and not as the scribes. Amazing. I know this has been a little bit longer, but I felt it was important to complete this. And let me pray for you that you will build your house on the rock, Jesus. 
Father God, we come right now, and Lord, we give you glory and honor for your teaching. Lord, we thank you for your foundation, your constitution of the kingdom that you laid out on the Sermon on the Mount, God. Lord, I pray everyone who hears this will take it to heart and will begin to walk through this, following you by the Holy Spirit and the direction of your Spirit, God. For it is with the Holy Spirit we can obtain all of these things. And Lord God, we ask now that, you're, that you breathe upon us, that you help us to walk in your ways and to build our lives on you as the rock and to have that relationship with you that we will not turn to the right nor the left but we will stay on that narrow pathway and we will walk with you in peace and in joy and that we will transform our cities our nations our families into others who will walk who will build on the rock and who will walk with you in Jesus name we pray amen Again, thank you for being a part of this uh, series. And again, thank you for supporting the ministry, Lions Voice Ministries. Uh, you can give at my uh, through my cash app at uh, cash sign, capital R-I-C-H, capital S-P-A-N-G. And again, Thank you for supporting, and also thank you for getting my books, uh, Adventures in the Spirit, A Series of Prophetic Visions, and the new book, uh, um, The Covenants and the Fire. Both are available on Amazon.com. And again, this is Richard Spangler praying for you, and you have a blessed and wonderful day. God bless. Bye-bye.